Buenos dias, Juan Porda. This is the Rorschach Argentina update for Thursday, the 29th of July, 2021. Every week, spend about 10 minutes filling you in on the major stuff going down in Argentina. We have some catching up to do on the vaccine front. On Friday, the 23rd, the health ministry announced that the national COVID-19 vaccination program will be extended to kids between the ages of 12 and 17 with pre-existing risk factors. This is the result of months and months of pressure from parents groups in the United States donation of 3.5 million Moderna doses. Argentina has a bit more than 4 million adolescents between 12 and 17. Experts believe about 25% of them will be prioritized due to pre-existing risk factors. On Tuesday, the 27th, the government also announced a deal with the U.S. pharma giant Pfizer for 20 million vaccines, which are expected to arrive in the country sometime in 2021. This vaccine has also been authorized for pediatric use, so it seems that there's light at the end of the tunnel for parents of children at risk. On that note, the vaccination program reached a new milestone last week. More than half of Argentina's population has now been vaccinated with at least one dose. However, the achievement was overshadowed by a lack of supply of Sputnik five-second doses. On Friday the 23rd, the news emerged that the Argentinian government had sent a complaint letter to Russia over delays and deliveries. This email also included a warning of breach of contract repercussions and a note to how this delay was putting the government at risk in the upcoming midterm elections. Argentina has a deal for 30 million Sputnik V doses, of which it has only received fewer than 12 million. Regarding the variant, only 29 cases have been registered in the country so far. The government sought to accelerate the vaccination process to avoid a rise in Delta infections and to encourage people to get inoculated. Partly as a way to motivate citizens, on Monday the 26th, the Buenos Aires province officially introduced the sanitary pass. Those who have received the first dose at least 21 days ago will be eligible to get it. This will enable a 20% increase in capacity indoors. That is, places like restaurants, gyms, shopping malls will be able to let more people in as long as they're vaccinated. In the Catamarca province, only those with a certificate of vaccination will be allowed to use public transport and attend public activities with a high risk of contagion. Speaking of public activities, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics held their opening ceremony on Friday the 23rd. The Argentine delegation made their presence noted with their loud and cheerful entrance and judoka Paula Pareto was given the honor of representing the Americas among the six athletes bearing the Olympic flag. On Tuesday, the 27th, Argentina won its first medal thanks to the rugby team, commonly known as Los Pumas, although they lost their semifinal match against defending champion Fiji. After beating Great Britain, Argentina will be taking the bronze medal home, which marks the first time for the national rugby team. Since we're talking about Tokyo, Japanese automotive battery chief Hiroaki Koda is looking to revamp the lithium operations in the Andes Mountains to lower his cost of materials. Koda is president of Prime Planet Energy and Solutions, a Toyota Motor Corporation, and said that finding ways to reduce lithium and cobalt expenses is proving increasingly important as the surging demand for electric vehicles is sending raw materials prices soaring. DHL is also expanding its investments in the country, world's leading express mail service company announced last Thursday, the 25th, that it will invest 500 million pesos to open up five new points of sale. These will be located in Nordelta, Recoleta, Cabarito, Mar de Plata, and Tucumán, complete with delivery to online customers. 
Also on the topic of new ventures, Argentina announced the construction of an Antarctica logistics pole in Ushuaia, a city at the southernmost tip of the country. The project has a huge geopolitical significance since it means Argentina would have a supply base at the doorstep of Antarctica. The construction will demand an investment of some $300 million, could potentially cause a conflict with the United States, as they believe China could be behind it with necessary funding. Last April, U.S. Admiral Greg Fowler visited Ushuaia to learn in situ where the logistics poll was planned and allegedly expressed concern about the funding and who will ultimately operate it. This is an area considered strategic and global affairs, so no country wants to miss out on the opportunity of having some control over it. While the government was busy making million-dollar plans, Argentina's currency continued to depreciate in parallel exchange markets. Despite the tightened restrictions, the so-called blue or informal dollar closed at 185 pesos on Friday, which is one of the best indicators of the true state of the economy. Another thing to keep an eye on is the pollution in Patagonia. On Friday the 23rd, fisheries were given permission to dump waste in Corfo Lake, which turned into a pink lagoon, although the law orders the treatment of such liquids before being dumped. There's no indication the fishing companies are doing so, and local residents have denounced the foul stench and proliferation of insects, among other damage to the environment. President Fernandez also declared a water emergency due to a historical drop in the Paraná River's water levels. This seriously affects the Formosa Chacchaco Corrientes, Santa Fe, Entre Rios, Misiones, and Buenos Aires provinces. Speaking of the provinces, on Sunday the 24th, political parties finalized their lineups for the upcoming Paso primaries. With Argentina's 2021 electoral season officially underway, eyes will be on the main opposition coalition where two lists will face off, one led by former Buenos Aires City Deputy Mayor Diego Santilli and a second UCR-led list headed by neuroscientist Facundo Manes, making his political debut. Also on the topic of political debates, President Fernandez flew to Peru this week for Pedro Castillo's inauguration. He was proclaimed president-elect by Peru's electoral authorities only last Monday, the 26th, more than six weeks after the ballot. The delay was the result of his rival Keiko Fujimori's challenge to the runoff vote count, where she, Trump-style, alleged that fraud had taken place. Truthfully, no one is safe from fraud, not even in the government. Do you remember the ATP wage supplement that the government granted small and mid-sized companies at the start of the pandemic? This program was aimed at assisting companies in paying their employees' salaries during the hardest months of lockdown, where many had close to no income. Well, on Wednesday the 28th, the government announced that it will be asking around 2,000 companies to return the money since they used it to buy U.S. dollars or make investments instead of paying salaries. A more positive note, the IMF improved Argentina's economic growth forecast and attributed it to higher export prices, as well as a faster COVID-19 vaccination rate. According to IMF chief economist Gita Gopinas, Argentina has benefited from surprising increase in its export prices while food prices rose internationally. The country's gross domestic product is expected to grow 6.4% in 2021. The IMF also improved its forecast for Latin America and the Caribbean as a whole, thanks to upward revisions for Brazil and Mexico. Since this episode is being recorded today, on the 29th, why don't we end by talking about Argentina's gnocchi tradition? You may have seen families and friends gathered on the 29th of whatever month to eat gnocchi together, and even putting money under their dinner plate for good luck. The tradition started when Italian immigrants began arriving in the 19th century on the 29th of the month, 
It was just before payday. By then, money was tight, and all that was left was potatoes and flour. Gnocchi was a perfect solution, as they are very filling and inexpensive. So there you have it. Next time the 29th rolls around, don't forget to eat some gnocchi and put a peso bill under your plate for extra luck and prosperity. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. If you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. We'd appreciate a review. Tell us your thoughts and ideas, how you found out about us at podcast at warshock.com. Nos vemos. Thank you.